0: Good morning, Southwest Christian High School. All of you students, as you enter, you should be finding your assigned seat, sitting with your D group. So new students, this is the space and time, Wednesday mornings, where you are sitting with your D group, like my guys here, boom. So once again, find your seat. You should be with your D group in your assigned seat. There are some staff and faculty around to help you if you need help. Okay. Hey, I wanna welcome all of you to our very first Southwest Christian High School encounter of the 2023-24 school year. And I am super, 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 super pumped, excited. And I have been in prayer For this moment and these Wednesday mornings for some time, as have many others. We want to start this morning. uh, For those of you who don't know, by the way, I'm Mr. Goldie. I'm the director of spiritual formation here. And so I oversee what happens here on Wednesday mornings, along with a committee of people that help us out. But I want to uh, get us off on the right foot. If you would pray with me this morning. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful for who you are, first and foremost, for your faithfulness to us, that no matter what we bring into this space, the variety of thoughts, anxiousness, nervousness, um, the distractions, maybe the good places we're in, God, we want this to be a space and a place every Wednesday morning where you would encounter us, draw us to yourself, God, where we would learn more about who you are, learn more about what it means to follow Christ. God, give us depth and knowledge of insight into what that means, what that looks like. God, give us sincerity and authenticity in the depth and core of our beings as a community to cry out to you, to say, Lord, we need you. We need to meet with you. We need you to draw us to yourself. We can't do life without you. Show us that in these spaces and show us each individually, God, what you have for us Encounter us on these mornings. Thank you for this unique opportunity we've got. We pray your blessing over it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Some of you, uh, many of you are new. And so we are going to spend a second this morning. I'm gonna spend a second just explaining what in the world is this. You're coming into encounter something that's super crazy and unique about our community. Um, This is, by the way, the only time... That we gather as an entire community every week to intentionally spend time meeting with God. We also have our community time. And so I want to clarify, this morning on Wednesday mornings is not the same as community time with your house system. This is not meant and intended to be a time for you simply to come in and chat and hang out with your fellow uh, D group peeps or your friends, I love that we do that here and that's amazing, but I just wanna set the precedent that that's not the purpose of the space that we have here this morning. You come into the space with a lot of expectations. Maybe it's that, maybe it's to hang out and spend time with your friends or talk to people next to you, Uh, occasional comments as you're coming in the door, that's great, I love it, connect with people. But when we come and sit in these seats, you're coming with a lot of expectations about what we do up here and what uh, a lot of people have worked hard to present to you um, lovingly this year. And what's crazy about what's present here is that you, as a community, come from over 80 different churches. Over 80 you have a lot of different experiences on, of church, whether that's the music or the speaking or all the things that happen. And I'm just going to say, don't come in expecting this to be the same as your church. Some of you will say, hey, this is too loud. Some of you will say it's too quiet. Those aren't my songs. These speakers, that's not my—I just want to invite and encourage you to try to set those aside. This is also not entertainment, you guys, we consume a lot of stuff in our lives, whether that's food or media or music or maybe sp- speakers or, or, or our favorite like social media influencers. We consume a lot of information. We consume a lot of stuff. The point of this morning in our time together is not to be consumers, not to ask, hey, all right, all right, Southwest, what are you gonna do for me this morning? What do you got for me? I'm gonna sit back, entertain me, okay? That's not the point of Wednesday mornings. That's not to say we don't uh, attempt to try to make it engaging for you. We've listened to you and everything that we have planned this year. Uh, Is planned around a lot of your feedback as students and parents, staff, faculty. In fact, uh, for the first time, we have an encounter committee that decided on a lot of things that are going to happen this year. It's not just the Mr. Goldie show um, up here, and we also, you guys, this is awesome. I'm super pumped. But we have more student speakers than we've ever had in the history of Southwest Christian High School sharing with you this year. You, especially your seniors, have stood up and said, "I would love to share." And so I'm so proud of them and excited. We're going to actually hear from three of them this morning. So I want to, seek, I want to ask you to just seek to encounter God. That's why we call it encounter. Um, I'm hopeful that we can encounter him, open ourselves up, and allow for him to move into speaking to us. And just open yourselves to whatever that looks like through the speakers, through the music, through the worship. To the times of prayer and the various things that will happen here together on Wednesday mornings. One other new thing this year that I would love to introduce to you we have both staff, faculty, and students who have volunteered to say, Hey, I want to pray for you if you need prayer. And so we will have prayer teams, and they will have a little lanyard. Uh, and I could talk about this again next week the whole little lanyard that says prayer team, so you know during worship um, after this morning, that will be in the back. But even this morning, after we're done and we dismiss you, there will be some people up front, and if you just say, I want some prayer, we'd love to do that for you. Amen? For this morning, I'm excited. As I said, we have the most uh, internal and the highest number of student speakers in the history of Southwest, and in light of that, you are going to hear from three of your seniors this morning about I've asked them to share what's on their heart for you and what are some lessons God has taught them and what do they hope for this space and encounter together and that's going to begin let's give a warm welcome that's going to begin with Addie Anderson.
1: All right, hello everyone. If you don't know me, my name is Addie and I'm a senior here at Southwest. I hope you guys had an amazing summer. It has been so fun to see everyone again and I'm so looking forward to further building relationships as well as leading the school in my senior year. I want you guys to know that I've been praying for each of you, that hearts and minds would be open to what is spoken today. I pray that God uses me in these short few minutes for his glory and not my own. I was asked to share some hopes I have for the school year spiritually, and I am so encouraged and excited for what is ahead. A word that has been coming to mind a lot for me these past few months is the word pursuit. This year, I want us to be in a full pursuit of a relationship with God. I want us to fully seek after his heart, character, and holiness. I fully acknowledge that each person in here is on a different walk with God. Some of us may be in a really close relationship with the Lord, and others may want little to do with him. Coming right out of summer, some of us may be so excited for the year to grow spiritually, whereas others may feel hesitant. Wherever you are right now, I want you to know that God truly sees each of you, and he loves you in a way we cannot even comprehend. Each day, you are covered by grace— You are washed clean by our Savior and are free in Jesus' name. Some days we may not feel like those statements are true or we may feel like God is not there, but still choosing to surrender your life daily and choosing to seek after God's heart is the true definition of faith. I want each of us to have that kind of faith as we go through ups and downs in life and throughout this school year. I recently was reminded of King David and his Psalms. He had faced a variety of trials, and it is evident he expressed his pain, emotions, doubt, and questions, but still always chose to give praise and worship to God. He still diligently sought after God's heart and stood on the truth of his character. Psalm 63 is a perfect example of this as David writes, Alone in the Desert. In verse 1, he says, You, God, are my God. I earnestly seek you, I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. In my own life, I've experienced seasons of questions, seasons of doubt, and seasons of waiting. Even currently, I'm waiting for clarity and having to trust God's plan for my future in the midst of anxiety. There have been times in my life where I've cried out, "'God, why haven't me or someone I loved received healing?' God, where is the relief for my family? Or God, are you even with me? But this does not mean God has truly ever left me, and it does not mean that I've stopped or should stop seeking the Lord. In fact, I feel that I am looking to him in this season more than I ever have. I now know that my questions are a sign of growth in my faith, and they encourage me to keep seeking after God. I want us to be like David and not just acknowledge, but surrender our doubt in our pursuit of Christ. I want us to stand on the truth of God's word and still give him the praise he is so worthy of being given. For those of you who are hesitant or find yourself back and forth when it comes to Christianity, you are not alone and God does not love you any less. I've been where you are and many of us have. I still want you to press in with all that you have. Pursue and worship God in all that you do. He is faithful and will reveal himself to you when you seek him. In my pursuit of God in the midst of anxiety, he has revealed to me that he is truly my only source of peace. He has shown me that I can genuinely give each concern, emotion, or thought and lay it at his feet. God hears your questions and he hears your cry. He is a jealous God and does not want just parts of you, but all of you. Just because we go to a Christian school doesn't mean we don't sometimes struggle in our faith, which is why I wanted to speak on this. In high school and for the rest of our lives, we may be in seasons of doubt or seasons of waiting. This may be a season you are in right now, and that is okay. I want us to be able to be vulnerable in sharing this with others. If we bring this into the light, it shows the community that we are not alone and it allows students and staff to share their wisdom and work in the power of prayer. This also gives so much power to your current and your future testimony. Instead of giving up on God or pushing him away in our doubt, we should be chasing him with everything we have. How will we as a school respond when we struggle? Will we choose to continue to seek and worship or be pushed around by the world's trials? I hope we choose to chase after the Lord and his holiness. Each time we struggle, but yet choose to look to the Lord, we are moving closer in our journey of sanctification. We do not have control over what happens to us, but we always have control over how we respond. It is a choice we have to make daily to surrender ourselves to him and trust in his sovereign plan for us. I'm not saying any of this is easy. Some days it can be so hard for me to give my life up to God when I think I can do it in my own strength. But as I said before, God will reveal himself to you in miraculous ways, and he can work through you in ways we can't even imagine when we seek him. I want to encourage you with one more verse, and it's from Lamentations chapter 3. Verses 22 through 25. Some of you guys may know this. It is the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the souls who seek him. I so much appreciate the opportunity I've been given to speak today. I know that even if one person has related or has been encouraged by what I have said, that God worked in this encounter, and I praise him for that. I desire each and every one of us to take a step of faith this year and chase after the Lord. I will continue to pray for God to work through this school and work through each of our hearts. If any of you need specific prayer requests and are comfortable reaching out, I would love to be praying for you in any way I can. And I'd love to pray for you guys really quick, so if you guys could bow your heads. Dear God, thank you so much for this day, and thank you for this first week of school. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to speak to um, my fellow students. I pray for each student in this room and each... um, teacher in this room I pray for anyone that may be struggling in this first week of school I pray that you would just speak to them and you would let them know that you are there and I pray that you would give them a confidence found in you Jesus I pray for the rest of the school year that we would continue to pursue you and press into you with all that we have and I pray that even in our doubts and even in our trials we would just keep pressing in and know you are truly truly with us Again, thank you for this opportunity, and thank you for everyone in this room. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys.
2: Hey, guys, if you don't know me, my name is Ashlyn Denton, and I'm a senior this year at Southwest. I transferred here sophomore year from another private school in Woodbury, and it's honestly been one of the biggest blessings in my life. So since I'm coming up on my third year this year at Southwest, I have experienced many different levels of openness in the student body. My first year was different than my second, and this year I want us as a student body to be different than last year. I want us as a student body to be open to learning about new perspectives, myself included. So before we get into this, I just want to share a little bit of my story. As many of you guys might relate to, I grew up in a Christian home. My parents would read Bible stories to me as a child and I went to church every Sunday. But it was always a kind of relationship that was sort of guided by my parents' faith. I knew I was saved through Jesus and that if I believed in his death and resurrection that that was my salvation. But as I grew up, I began to have the mindset that I needed to get to a certain level with God in order to be used by him and to do big things for the kingdom. I thought that God only used people who were mature and developed in their faith, which I knew was not me. I knew and hoped that God would eventually get me to the place of maturity that I saw in the adults I looked up to, but in reality, I would be waiting forever. In my head, I would have never been able to justify a point where I was close enough with God to start working at pressing into what he had in store for my life. I would continue to watch those who I considered more qualified making moves to spread the gospel and grow in their relationship with Jesus. I would be waiting for Jesus to draw close to me when all he was really asking me to do was step out. The question I want to ask today is, are you waiting to reach a certain level in your relationship with God in order to start pressing into what he's called you to do? Let me repeat that. Are you waiting to reach a certain level in your relationship with God in order to start pressing into things that God has called you to do? Like I said before, I would have been waiting forever for a moment to come where I felt like I was qualified, where I felt like I had a strong enough relationship with Jesus to really make an impact. But God calls the unqualified. He wants you. This year as Southwest students, how can we press in even when we don't feel like we're qualified enough or deep enough in our faith? The devil wants you and I to look around the school and say, there's so many more people who are much more wanted, more able to reach people, more spiritual. He wants us to think that there is no way that the school needs me. I won't make a difference, but you will. Don't let your past of not stepping out determine your future. So I encourage you to listen to the call. When you feel like the Holy Spirit is putting something on your heart, it's not by mistake. If you are feeling led to do something, but you don't know if it's the Holy Spirit, check and see if it aligns with the Bible. I guarantee that if it does, then it is most likely the Holy Spirit. And if not, it will still make a positive impact on others. So I urge you all this year to listen to the call of the Holy Spirit and follow through with what he puts on your heart. This is something that I know I will also be working on. So in Exodus 4, 11 through 12, it's set when Moses is begging for the Lord to send someone else. He doesn't want to step out in faith or go outside of his comfort zone. Verse 11 says, the Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Then verse 12 says, now go, I will help you speak and will teach you what to say. These verses show that he is more than able to help you step out and he is the one who will make a change in your new environment. Not us, but him. Our step out in faith will not be successful because of us, but because of God's power moving and working in our lives. Again, God sometimes calls us to step out in faith in order to reach that next level in our relationship with him. Southwest students, if you feel like you're stuck, and you feel like you aren't moving forward, maybe it's time to take a step. So this year, how can we as students take a step out of our comfort zone and chase after Jesus? How can you run towards Jesus and give him your everything? I wanna share five practical things that you can pray about that can help you take a step out of your comfort zone and seek a stronger relationship with Jesus. So number one, press into encounter. Encounter has always had mixed reviews. Sometimes we as students love it and sometimes we zone out. Advice to myself and every other student in here is to not simply ask, what can I get out of this sermon or speech? But to acknowledge that this is a place where we can really listen to others' perspectives and learn. Not only to grow in our relationship with Jesus, but to also be in community and learn how to receive messages. Number two, Getting prayer at the front after encounter, or even just reaching out and asking for it. I know Mr. Goldie was just talking about that, and we're planning on having students and teachers up front after encounter for prayer. I encourage you, step out. If you need prayer, and if you're ready to step out, this is the time, right now. We want to make an environment where students can come and receive prayer and pray for others. So do that. Number three, take advantage of D group mentorship programs. Um, I believe seniors will be paired with freshmen and juniors with sophomores. So if you're looking for guidance and you want to grow in your faith, this is just another way to do that. Receiving wisdom from another student and investing in a relationship is worth it. And number four, reach out to a friend and talk about faith. This seems so simple at a private school, a Christian, um, but how much do we really talk about our faith? You never know. Someone might have the same questions or doubts as you. You could change someone's perspective by simply bringing your faith into a conversation or sharing your testimony. And number five, talk to a teacher and ask questions. We are so fortunate to have teachers who are qualified to answer your questions. They truly want to invest in our lives and they have so much vision for the students. So what doubts do you have about this? What is stopping you from stepping out? Think about it, take a second. You might have doubts like saying, oh, I'm too young, or I'm not close enough to God, but remember what we talked about before. If anyone on this list weighs on your heart, please step out and follow the call. Don't let your thoughts tell you that you have to be at a certain level with God in order to step out. Get involved and see where it takes you. God wants your heart, and he wants your everything. This year as a Southwest student, will you answer the call? Will you step out in faith in pursuit of reaching that next level relationship with Jesus? I just want to pray real quick. So if you could bow your heads and close your eyes. Dear Jesus, I pray for every student in this place. I pray that they would hear your voice and answer your call to step out. If they don't know how, help them to use these tools as a starting point. I pray that you would work in their lives above and beyond anything that they could ask or imagine. Help the students, myself included, to join together and step out in faith as a school. If anyone in this place is feeling like they aren't worthy to do um, your work, Jesus, please give them the strength and the courage to do it. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: Hey, everybody. Good morning, my name is Gordy Moline, I'm a current senior at Southwest, and it is an absolute pleasure to be here this morning speaking to you at this first encounter. On the screen behind me is a picture of my small group that I led at um, Westwood Community Church's summer camp this earlier this August. These are some sixth grade boys whom I did not know coming into camp this year. I didn't know their family background, I didn't know their interests, and I certainly didn't know what their connection with Jesus was. Now, over the course of three short days, I built a connection with these campers, something deeper than just a leader-camper relationship. Now, was this something that I produced myself? Was this something that I took control of? Absolutely not. It wasn't me. It was God. It was a direct result of God working in and through me to connect with these campers while simultaneously bringing them closer to Jesus. All I did was answer the call to lead. You see, we as Christians are called to leadership. Of course, you know, we're supposed to follow Jesus, but in order to bring others to him, in order to build one another up in the faith, we must first lead. There's a beautiful picture of what a godly leader looks like that can be found in the book of Titus. Titus 1, 7 through 9 reads, Since an overseer manages God's household, he must be blameless not overbearing, not quick-tempered, not given to drunkenness, not violent, not pursuing dishonest gain. Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. He must hold firmly to the trustworthy message as it has been taught so that he can encourage others by sound doctrine and refute those who oppose it. So let's unpack this really quickly. In this passage, Paul is writing to Titus, who is appointing leaders or elders in Crete. In the passage, it says that a leader must not be quick-tempered or a drunkard or violent or greedy for gain, meaning a godly leader must have patience, must possess self-control, and have right desires. At the very root of it all, a godly leader must lose their self and focus on God. They must pick up their cross and follow God. They must bring others to Jesus, not for their own glory, but for the glory of God. This standard for Christian leadership is perfect. It's a standard that only Jesus would be able to fulfill. But even so, it is our duty to try to reach that bar. Leadership may come naturally for some of us and others, not so much. It doesn't matter if you're an introvert, extrovert, athlete, musician, actor Senior, junior, sophomore, even a freshman, we all have God on our side to help us. I, for one, definitely felt God's help in my position of leadership at Westwood Summer Camp, leading these boys. Leading my sixth graders was an absolute blast, and um, it taught me a lot, but it definitely came with challenges. I had never led a small group discussion about the Bible before. You know, I didn't know how to settle down riled up middle schoolers in a cabin that reeked and felt hotter than the sun. Talking with these boys was a new experience for me, and I was expected to lead, but I could not do it alone. So first night of camp, there's chapel, essentially a message. Um, Most of you have probably been to summer camp or have led at one. So there's chapel, and then after that, there's a thing called cabin time. Cabin time essentially is time for us leaders to connect with our campers, to talk about the message, to engage in discussion, and to connect with each other. I was really, really nervous for the first cabin time. Again, I had never led in that type of uh, situation before. I had never um, led a small group discussion like that um, in a position where I was the leader of the conversation. I kept thinking to myself, what if I can't get them to focus? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I can't answer a tough question that they have? So I called on God. I said a short prayer as I walked from the chapel to our cabin. I said, Lord, give me the wisdom to talk with these kids, guide our discussion and help us have you be the focus. Not 10 seconds later, I received a text from another small group leader with a few icebreaker questions to get discussions rolling. I thought to myself, wow, that is a prayer answered. I I was nervous. I didn't know what I was going to do to open up things. I called on God and he provided for me. As camp continued, I got more and more comfortable talking with my campers. And it possibly shaped me more, even more than it did them. My point in all this is that I was not qualified to lead these kids. I felt a call and I follow it. I didn't really feel ready, but God provided help for me. And he will do the same for you. See, it takes bravery to lead people to Jesus. I don't even know what that would look like for many of you, but I know that it is our calling on this earth to save the lost and to love like Jesus loved. If you haven't felt that calling yet, you will. You just have to keep listening. And that call might not be some grand sign from God. It might, be not, it might not be a dream or some amazing revelation you get. It might be something very small. It might be something that to you seems minuscule, something that maybe, maybe wouldn't have an impact on your life. But to the person or the group of people that you'd be leading or impacting, it certainly does. You know, maybe it's as simple as, you know, juniors and seniors getting to know some of these freshmen in your classes. Seeing them in the hallways, reaching out, building those connections between classes. Maybe it's calling out someone who is tearing someone else down. You know, this is an amazing place here at Southwest Christian High School, but it is not perfect. And that kind of thing happens every day. I know we all see it. On your sports teams, maybe bring a different energy to practice. In the classroom, how can you participate or engage better? During house time, how can you let down your guard and have a little fun? During worship, during encounter, ask yourself these questions. When we leave this room today, let's not resort back to comfort, back to the passive life as a student in a Christian school. Let's see more leadership. Let's see a pattern that looks different than the classes that have come before us. Again, Southwest is a special place, but it is far from perfect. Let's, starting today, take a step a little closer to perfect. Like in Titus, God set this high, high standard for what a godly leader should look like. He set the bar at perfect, which only Jesus could reach. He set the bar there so that we would have something to shoot for. And this should not discourage us. This should light a fire in us. It should inspire us to reach for that bar, to live better, to lead better, to love better. My hope for us as a student body this year is that we would grow in our boldness as we proclaim the truth, that we would use what we learn in these four walls to then go out into the world past Southwest and change it, that we would grow with one another and build each other up in the faith, in the band room, on the quarter field, in the classroom, everywhere. My hope is that as a school, we would learn, that we would use what we learn here to engage and to listen and soak up everything that this place has to offer to try to reach that high bar. Think of Southwest almost like a training camp. This is a place to deepen your understanding of the Bible, practice discipleship, learn from the faculty and staff here, begin to truly know Christ and what it means to live a godly life. We're all in this place for a reason, whether you're a transfer student, whether you're a new freshman, whether you're a senior who's been here for three years, we are all here now and we have a special opportunity as a school to change each other and to change the world. I am so excited to see how God uses us this year. Thank you.
4: Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Daniel. I'm the Encounter Music Director. Uh, I'll tell you, it's, um, it's been a blessing in my life to be called back here again this year. Um, I'm so encouraged by all the students in this worship team to openly be sharing their faith Um, As well as their talents with you But I'm also encouraged last year by Watching you all worship together Uh, I'll say it again, as I did last year We truly have the best seat in the house Watching you all worship Um, There's a lot of preparation that goes into these encounters From the speakers um, To the music selection But all this to say There's not some special equation Some special encounter this year that is going to bring you closer to God. There is not a scheduled time for the Holy Spirit to move in this place. I learned from my years of being a worship director, there's no beginning of worship that's a hype song to a mid-tempo song to a a moment of um, just expression of allowing the Spirit to move where that's it. That's the key. That's the equation. You must prepare yourself to receive what God has for you. So I'm going to ask you in this time, throughout the whole year, are you open to what God can reveal to you in Encounter? It's not that Encounter can meet your expectations of uh, what you expect during this time of entertainment value or something similar to a church service. I'd like to ask you for the next one minute, maybe two minutes in your own words to bow your head with me, to close your eyes, to join me in praying for this time, for these gatherings, for this year. Praying not only for the whole encounter worship, but praying for the worshiper. Pray for the seeker in us to be revealed more and more. Pray that we are open to receiving what God has prepared for us. So in your own words, if you would bow your heads, close your eyes. You have the Lord's attention. in this space, Lord, and thank you for this time. Thank you for the worshipers. Amen.